0: I'm Carrie Benedette, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. A little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Well, my guest this episode of Thriving Matters is Paula Punch. Now, some of you will know of Paula's music. And I am thrilled to be asking her all about what gives her life and in the work that she does, where are those moments when an ordinary gal like Paula Punch is able to do the most extraordinary things? So welcome, Paula. How are you? (laughs) Oh, very
1: well. Thanks, Carrie. I'm thrilled to be here on Thriving Matters. Thanks for asking
0: me. Paula when I go and have a look at your presence across the world you have a number of very interesting roles that you play so what I'd like to ask you today is if you were to pinpoint one of the things that you've been able to do in your life what would you tell us has been the most satisfying oh
1: there's a couple there's a couple I suppose, obviously, I've got two gorgeous boys and um, being a mother is incredibly satisfying seeing them grow up. And I have a few different roles that I've been in. I studied as a scientist and then turned to fashion and became a fashion buyer. And my passion always has been in music. So on a couple of those things, I suppose it was very satisfying once for me being a fashion buyer when I went and became a buyer for plus size fashion. And so I took over the role in a period where all of the fashion was really horrible printed shirts and skirts. And I really felt like the fashion that was being offered was so dowdy and and horrible for these people who really needed self-esteem. And so I really changed the whole of the wardrobe over, which was very, you know, like it was a big thing to do. And I thought, well, what would I like to wear? And I just approached it from the point of view of a wardrobe that I had with jeans and T-shirts and things that would make you feel good about yourself. And I never forget the moment after I'd done that and done it successfully that I got a call from a store and a girl of only about 20 was crying in the fitting room but the salesperson had to ring me and said, this person has never been able to find anything that fits her and makes her feel good about herself. I remember the outfit that she described that she had on. It was a gypsy skirt with a lovely sort of like embroidered gypsy top. And she felt young and with it where she'd felt like she was an old dressing like an old lady all the time. And I've never forgotten that moment. Mm. And the other moment was um, when I was years ago... Um, performing in Bondi in a little cafe and I used to do these three hour stints where I'd sing and you know write my own songs and so they were all original material and one guy came up to me after hearing a song called Lost Horizon which is quite a personal song and he couldn't get over it he just really touched him and so it doesn't matter about how many people are touching. As long as you're touching and sort of moving one other person, they're two very meaningful times, I remember.
0: Well, what you're talking about is really what something small that you've done mm. reaching somebody else. So in a way yeah. it's like that butterfly effect, like that ripple effect, you know, yeah. no matter whether it was the fashion that you thought, you know, well, it's, it's time to help people who aren't the stereotyped size eight or size 10 of which I've never been in my whole life but it's 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 adding a texture and a color to their life and for Mm. the song Lost Horizons we should actually ask you about that today because the original material or the original idea you had about the fashion is similar to the original idea you have in being a musician and a songwriter Yeah, You are putting yourself into the situation for the benefit of others. That's exactly right.
1: Someone said to me when I was at a gathering last year, someone said, you know, Paula, when I look at everything you do, it's about serving others. It really sort of hit a nerve for me because I thought, well, yeah, with being a buyer, you have to change your mindset. You have to be... Putting yourself in the place of others always, mm. and um, you know, because people used to say, "Oh, you go on those buying trips, you know, four times a year. My gosh, you know, it'd be so wonderful. You can buy things for yourself." Actually, no. When you go went on those trips, <laughs> your headspace is completely not in your own what you like. I remember going up to something in a store with another buyer and going, "Oh my God, isn't this just amazing?" And it was completely something I would not wear ever, ever. But it was so fabulous because I knew exactly my customer would just love that. And so, yeah, you put yourself in that mindset. As a musician, I'm more and more, when I was writing earlier, a lot of it was from my own experience and how I was feeling. But as I've got older I'm finding myself, there's just a fragment of something that makes me feel like how that person would feel and putting myself in their spot and writing songs from another point of view. Mm -hmm. And that's been very helpful in writing a different width of story. You know, some people go to me, oh my gosh, what's happening in your life for that to happen? I said, well, actually it's me putting myself in that position. I've experienced it from meeting somebody and hearing their story.
0: Yes, that's really what thriving is all about. It's knowing yourself, but then being able to have a relationship with other people, no matter what you do. And some people might think, you know, fashion and music are quite diverse, but there's a common link here. And the common link, you've brought it back to your core value of serving others. That's just beautiful. So thanks for sharing that. Do you have a mantra or a quote or a saying or an author or a musician or someone significant that has really altered the way you now show up for every day?
1: Well, I have to say two things, actually, my mother and father. My father really instilled being kind and being honest. And that has been a very, very strong message through my whole life. And my mother has instilled the half glass full that we call it the, the Pollyanna game. And um, we always say, I'm being Pollyanna ish about this. And yeah. um, looking at, optimistically at everything in our life and being grateful for what we have has really sort of helped me. And it's interesting how sometimes that can be hard because you tend to attract people who are more on the other side, more depressed or mm. feeling bad about things. And so, It's taken me a while to really sort of realise that I've been in lots of corporate environments and there are always going to be people who are looking at life through an unhappy lens and maybe, you know, some people then call them toxic. For many years, I felt that and really felt vulnerable towards that. I was a leader of a group of buyers when I was very young and you would feel, you'd take it on really personally. And as I've got older and you get a bit wiser, you, you realize it's their problem. You try to help them, but you don't have to take it on yourself. Stay optimistic and think about the positive slant on things and that's how I can help. And just getting on, I'm very much a doer. And so having the, the positive outlook and just doing it and getting on with it has been a strength, I think, for me over the years. I used to take it for granted I used to think, well, everybody just does that, don't they? But as I've got older I've realized, no, actually, that is a gift that I've been given of being able to just roll with the punches, as it were. And uh-huh, and very roll, good. <laughs> roll with it, roll with the punches has been my mantra, I suppose, and just getting on with it. And I really like to instill I teach fashion marketing now to students a couple of days a week and that has been wonderful for me, where i being able to share that experience with them, to say, well, things are going to happen. If anybody's got to change and roll with the punches, it is somebody <laughs> in the fashion industry because yeah. it is constantly about change. But I, I hope that I can actually teach them something beyond all that, and that is about keeping themselves emotionally safe and really trying to be resilient
0: through difficult times. Well, you just took the words right out of my mouth because as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking they are resiliency skills that you have fine-tuned throughout life with all your different relationships and your different interactions with people. And because you have a deep desire to be of service to others, you've got some great resiliency skills. And one of them, I think, goes back to that glass half full attitude, like you i've got friends who say to me oh my gosh you are such an optimist i don't think i could live like (laughs) that they would paint themselves as a realist and i said well i think i probably move between realism and optimism and Mm. not always pessimistic i don't tend to catastrophize too Mm. greatly doesn't mean i don't feel deeply the same as I suspect you feel very deeply about lots of issues as well. And in the current time, we are being asked to actually feel deeply, be empathetic and compassionate. Yes. But we're also being asked to look at the future will be different to the way we have lived in the past, yes. you know. And I think that's why these conversations, I believe, are so important at the moment we have a lot to share with each other about how we do thrive and thriving isn't always easy. It's how we look at being grateful for that cup of tea early in the morning for the sunshine that's coming through the window where perhaps we can't leave the room or the house
1: or the office. So right, Carrie, especially at the moment with the situation that we have at the moment, we can choose to take on the enormity of it and, really feel super scared, which I did It was my birthday a couple of days ago. It was so stressful because everything was coming out at once and, and I really took it all on. By the end of the day, I just went to bed early and said, I just need to sleep and look after myself. And the next day I got up and I went, look, the sun is shining. The smog is clearing. People are talking to each other in, in a more connected way than they ever have. We're all on this same boat together there are obviously different instances where people are being so fearful that they're, they're acting in strange ways but most of all i think we're all coming together in positive ways and that's encouraging but it will be and i think this is what we have to start accepting is that we're going to come out of this in a different way and maybe this is something that has been long coming and it's just a recalibration of things I was a microbiologist trained as microbiologist and a biotechnologist at, at University of New South Wales many years ago. This area is close to my heart. Oh. I'm, I've got knowledge about it. And there are certain things that I would have done differently if I was in the government at this stage, but it's done, that's, that's this half glass full. We go, well, it could have been worse. But we're now in an age where this will happen. The fact that it is not as lethal as it could have been It gives us almost a practice run now on getting these processes in place. And it's fairly bad, but it could have been worse, you know. And now we have a chance to actually get more
0: preventative action in place. I was going to move and ask you about your background in science, which I find fascinating because I think it goes with this notion of serving others, which is one of your core values I'm hearing about. You know, our whole view of science and how we look at it for our world is critical. How we look at it for our people. There's a whole neuroscience around our emotions. There's a whole biology of who we are as people, as cultures, how we treat, the way we farm, the way we use resources, even the way we live together. And it's all fascinating. And yes, there's a zillion different theories, uh, possibilities. The conversations have really been quite interesting and fascinating for me as well. If we can stay open, Paula, I believe, to thinking about things differently than we have previously done, well, then we will be able to manage some of the change that's coming. Because all we have to say is, well, what is in my control? There are some things at the present moment that are not in my control. There are some things that, yes, I am in control. I am in control on how I think. I am in control in how I eat that piece of toast in the morning or yes. what I choose, how I choose to say hello to somebody. We're asked to have social distancing. I'd like to challenge that and I'd like to say it's physical distancing. Yes, very good. And, point. and it's solitude versus isolation. So I believe, you know, we can look at things a little bit differently.
1: Yes, it's a lot in language. Language is an important thing, and you make a great point about the change that was coming as well about science bringing progress in different areas. It's funny that my science actually has been part of my fashion because a lot of progress has been made in, in making materials out of more sustainable raw materials. You know, they're making leather out of mushrooms and they're looking at different. <laughs> raw materials that are more sustainable than the ones that we're using so i love the way my science has actually helped me in that it's also the progress that we've made in health we live in the the most wonderful time in terms of being able to sort of have great healthcare if we choose to really really put investment and support it and you know in the past governments have taken away funding and from the CSIRO here You know, you see the wonderful people we have in Brisbane who have developed a vaccine and are trialling it. A few years ago, we might have been able to produce it as well here, but now we can't. So it's important that the government supports the scientific community as well as the business community.
0: What a rich conversation to have today. When I looked at all your various careers, what a fantastic rounding that your original training as a scientist Moving through fashion, moving through music has really come full circle and given you the capability and the interest in looking at things from perhaps a different lens that I would. And uh, I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah.
1: Oh, thanks, Gary. I, I just recently started up an online fashion business called Punch Park, which I loved the fact that it was like an umbrella bringing things together. And I wanted to bring the music my fashion, and also the science as well, because Punch Park, I wanted to bring some stories about new innovations in science, new innovations in fashion, Mm. and then bring the beauty of the music in with it. There is a part of me that was thinking, oh, gosh, I've got too many disparate things going on. But that's (laughs) the way the world is at the moment. I think that people more and more are going, I don't have to have a career in just one stream, Our lives can offer time to actually have more than one stream because we're not just interested in one thing only. We are interested in different things. And I've just started something called FEM, which is fashion, education and music. Just really trying to see the thread that goes through our lives. You know, it may not be just one thing. And there is a connectiveness
0: between the things that we choose, funnily enough. Don't you find that? That is a great example because I find more and more when I talk to people, perhaps have called a hobby or an interest, is now an integral part of the way they actually look at life and the way they serve others. And you have business acumen, you have business experience, and a lot of us now who are entrepreneurs or sole traders or freelancers, whatever you want to call us, small business people we are in community with the globe through progress and science but bringing it all together so it's it's holistic and i think that's what i love about talking to ordinary girls like yourself who are doing extraordinary things (laughs) thank you carrie (laughs) Oh, look, if I said to you, you know, is there a message you would love to put out there to the world that we need right now? We're on the beginning of a new decade and my heavens, the world has been amazed at the way we've started the new decade. And uh, if there was a message out there that you would want to put out, what would it be like? Well, for me today, I think it's about being
1: kind and making time for others. We live in such a fast world and this is almost like a real reminder that we are a community, that we are so dependent. All these people are going to the shops and stocking up on things and in some ways that is a good reminder that we are all connected and we are all dependent on each other. We get into these little silos, we think about our jobs and our task lists and we forget to reach out and communicate and keep in touch with the people that we love and the people in our working community stay in touch it's so easy to lose touch with people be
0: kind to each other and stay in touch stay in touch oh beautiful thank you so much paula Uh, usually we have a call to action after our podcast and talking to our guests so from what i'm hearing today i think paula's just summed up that call to action so beautifully if there was something we did in the next week in the next day maybe it's now on our radar more than ever, stay in touch. And I'd go as far as to say, contact people who you haven't been in contact with for ages, out of the blue, just thinking of you, nothing else needs to be said very much. It shows kindness, it shows compassion, it's a reaching out to the community that still encompasses them, even though we may not be seeing them in in our day to day. Paula, if anyone would like to contact you, find out more about what you do, what's your best contact? I've got a website, paulapunch.com.
1: You can point to my music or my fashion. It's got the link to all the
0: socials and things. So I'd love to hear okay. from um, anyone. That would be lovely. Thank you so much. And listeners, if Thank you would you. like to know more about what I do, pop on to com you will find lots of information. You can find nearly everyone these days on a whole range of social media platforms. But you know, it's not about social media. It's actually about being kind, staying in touch. It's not a lost horizon. It's a new horizon. The way we can start to put those butterfly wings out and ripple around the world is really up to us. So go gently, give life a red hot shot, because your thriving matters, but do reach out and show people that you love and care about them. Till next time, it's Carrie Bernadette with thanks to Paula Punch. Bye for now.